This is Denise Crosby, Tasha Yar from Star Trek The Next Generation, and you're listening to Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song by song podcast. Engage. Episode 111 Time After Time. They grow so dim Strangers are meeting But it never ends And one day they'll remember One day they will know Time after time From far away there comes a warning sound time time. And no one listens But it's all around And one day they'll remember One day they will Time After Time is the fifth track on the cassette and CD versions of Sacred Messages. While you won't find this track on the 1983 vinyl single album release, you will find it as one of the B-side tracks for the 12-inch release of Rock and Roll is King. In the liner notes for the 2001 Sacred Messages remaster, Jeff Lynne wrote, Same old story about the futility of war and all that. This has a bit of early sampling and some secret messages. It was sampled by the Loons Till Death in 2000 for the song The Seven Never Dims Starport Mix. Time after time. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. Well, after a number of, well, kind of frivolous pop songs on here, including that cover of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, we get down to a very serious ballad here. Girls, um, <laughs> Girls Just About want... love and loss of love and I, but, I'm on the I, wrong album again, are we aren't talking, I? Are we talking about the same group, even? Well... Uh, I see where you're going here now. Yeah, ah, okay. Yeah. We're talking about the apocalypse. <laughs> Appar- <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. So, uh, the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happening. And Sandy's with him, singing over and over again, time after time. I guess when in the apocalypse, that electric light orchestra starts sounding a little bit like the Buggles. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Which, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's a bad thing whatsoever in this particular case. This sounds like, well, yeah, I think they want to end time on a hopeful note. <laughs> so, yeah, this probably would not have been the best song to end time with. <laughs> but No. It does fit on Secret Messages, and Secret Messages is kind of everywhere in sound. So, it works, and I'm don't know why this was kind of like a bonus track at first because it fits in with the album i guess it was originally planned to be on the album when they did it it was part of the double album i also a little bit surprised when strings come in because for the most part it's one of those ones where you're going oh it's another electric light orchestra new wave song and all of a sudden oh strings are back for a little bit that's a bit of a welcome surprise Mm -hmm. i really kind of liked it to tell you the truth i just I, I don't know it wouldn't have been something i would have kicked off the album originally anyway or just put as a bonus originally it's something that i would have thought should have just plain been there don't 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 wuss around eric just come on just say it don't say oh i think i like it just admit it 
Do you like it? Yes, I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is one of those songs that makes me think I would hate to live in a world without Jeff Lynne or in an alternate timeline where Jeff Lynne never went into music and he just worked in a factory and became the foreman there in a Birmingham. This is one of my most favoritedest of ELO songs. Everything about it. Since I'm such a sonically centered person, this totally grabs my ears and, well, it makes out with them. The tune of it, of course, I love, but I love the sound of it. it and that the drums that just come in and don't let up. It's, it's really great to hear Bevan get to do something else or hear a rock song that is more than just bass, snare, bass, bass, snare, ticket, ticket, tick on the, on the cymbals, and an occasional cymbal crash. So that also makes the song interesting. Then I love the sound of it, all the stuff that's going on here. There's like background sound effects, and, and when those strings kick in, oh my, it's, it just, it's one of those things that makes my eyes roll back in my head, and I totally soundgasm over them. It's just... Oh, I so love that. And then at the end with the... See, okay. For up until last week when I looked up the song facts for this, I just pictured this as something that could have been on time that their, their spaceships wasn't around, and at the end, that's a rocket ship or a shuttle launching, possibly a ticket to the moon or something like that. And then uh, when I actually looked up the song facts and read the lyrics, oh, this is about the end of humanity. Okay, well, that's kind of a downer, although it does sort of fit how Jeff Ling sings it. He's not singing it in sort of a happy kind of futuristic way. He do, his voice does sound a bit grim, like, oh, geez. Here it comes. Well, this is the end of this. But from the first time I heard this song, and I didn't get to hear it until about a year and a half after I got the record, I knew it was a bonus track on the cassette, but I wasn't, at the time anyway, wasn't going to spend money on an album I already had just to get the one song. I got $5 a week for allowance. I can't be spending all that money on records I already have, or albums I already have. Rich kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So I didn't get to hear it until about November, December 1984. When I, and when I first heard it, it was like, oh my God, this is freaking awesome. And it's still freaking awesome. I could listen to this thing a thousand times a day and I will never, ever get tired of it. It's just freaking awesome. I agree for the most part. Yeah, there's so much going on in this song. It's not something that... It, it's one of the yellow songs that you don't just want to give just one casual listen and go, eh, okay. <laughs> There's a, quite a lot going on in this, and that's why it also surprises me that it ended up kind of as a bonus type thing because most bonuses don't. There's usually something about them where there's something missing. Somebody hasn't recorded the bass track yet, or mm -hmm. the drum track is just the machine where the actual drummer was going to come in and fill it in, but never did because they decided not to put it on the album, so he said, why bother, or something like that. Or just it hasn't really received anything other than maybe a demo sound to it. This seems like they went a whole hog on it. Oh, yeah. Almost like it was supposed to be a centerpiece of the album. Mm. It's better yep. than what most of what's <laughs> on here so far. And so it really confuses me some of the decisions made on this, to tell you the truth. My guess for why it was 
left off of the record and put on the cassette and CD is that maybe the record companies were trying to push more for cassette sales. So I'm guessing like, let's try and sell more cassettes, so let's put the best song on the cassette. I don't know if making cassettes was cheaper than making records. Definitely were. <laughs> yeah, well then that may be... Making CDs were cheaper than making records. That may entirely be the reason why. Around the time, this wasn't the only band that they were doing this with. Mm-hmm. Asia's second album, Alpha, had Daylight on it, which was the flip side for Don't Cry, but it was only available on the cassette and the uh, CD versions. And just like Time After Time, it's one of the better songs on the album, (laughs) because Asia's second album was, uh, well, okay. Not horrible, but you could tell that it was kind of, how do we have to do this? (laughs) Something I didn't know here until I looked up the song facts. The... I always thought it was Jeff Lynne. Just ran through a synthesizer and sped up his voice. From what I've read, that's actually his wife, Sandy. She gets a part on this album, too. Yeah, it's not Jeff Lynne, but it's Jeff Lynne's property. <laughs> that's getting cut out, I'm sure. <laughs> I, well, no, you're, you're right. Jeff Lynne wrote the song, so the song is his property. That's what you meant, yes, right? Yes, not the wife. Not, not the wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> and the little piano thing at the end. That's always stumped. Oh yeah. That's always stumped me about why that's there. I'm not complaining. As far as I'm concerned, there are no flaws in this song. I've just always kind of wondered, what what's that there for? Is that supposed to have some sort of meaning or something? Or something I'm not picking up on, or or is it just there to just to put it there? Well, you have this huge big sound of everything going on, and then you got the explosion, and then you just have that piano, just nothing else, just mm-hmm. the piano leading us out. So it's mainly, well, that's that's it. That's all that's left. <laughs> nothing left but a piano repeating the same notes while the bombs go off. Although I prefer to think of it as a, a star base launching ships into space because I'm that much of a sci-fi guy. Yeah, it's similar to the end of Doctor Strangelove because if you ever seen Doctor Strangelove at the very end when all the nukes are going off, they're playing We'll Meet Again somewhere, yeah. sometime. Yeah, no, I love that movie. Okay, so we're going to go on to Shebop. (laughs) You can go on to Shebop. I I think I'll move on to Four Little Diamonds. Got something to say about time after time? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? From far away comes a warning sound. And no one listens. But it's all around. And one day they'll remember. One day they will know. Throw some cash our way at patreon.com slash ELOPod. For $1 an episode, you can hear episodes a week before they post to the world. At the $2 per episode level, you get expanded episodes heard only on Patreon. Reviews from Don Fields, the Eric's Cover ELO cover songs, or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. This is Troy 
White, here are my comments for time after time. Time after time after time after time after... Oh, sorry. Wrong song. Yeah, man, you got your Ben Calder in my ELO face the music, dude. Oh, yeah, well, you got your ELO face the music in my Ben Calder, dude. And it sucks. This has been a thought from Troy. What the hell was that? Strangers are meeting, but it never ends. Again, another reference to the song on this album, Stranger. From far away there comes a warning sound, and no one listens but it's all around. And one day they'll remember, one day they will know. This album, Secret Messages, is the warning sound, but nobody's gonna know it just yet. The warning? This is the last ELO album. The beauty of the earth from way up high. A reference to Mission, a world record. From their 1976 album, A New World Record. The title of the song, Time After Time. The previous album was titled Time. Secret Messages is the album After Time. The Time After Time. Notice the song isn't called Time After Time After Time, meaning there will be no more albums after Secret Messages. The Secret Messages are right there in front of your faces, people. You're a really weird man, aren't you? Listen. Listen. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I did like the song. I danced to it. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 112, Four Little Diamonds. Time after time.